Alright, hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Extreme Exchange. It's been a while, I took a break. But hey, we all do it, so it's a lot of time now. Anyway, uh, these are my friends from school. This is Elliot, this is Daryl. Hello. So, uh, I knew them since uh, Secretary, and uh, we just OID it, so it's been like, what? Two, four, six, six years. years. Wow, six years. Yeah, okay, so um, Elliot, my dear friend, studying medicine overseas, and uh, Daryl studying dentistry. So, the premise, right, is who's Andrew Tate? And uh, I thought by saying Andrew Tate is a controversial figure that emerged this year, right? It's a this year thing. Uh, and his contra- controversial opinions and takes on his on social issues are what brought him to fame. Uh. A lot of videos circulating of him in like interviews or podcasts or whatever um, circulating around social media. And this brought mostly bad attention, I think. But uh, And then, of course, there's good attention as well. Uh, so before this whole ordeal, he was a professional kickboxer, right? World mm-hmm. champion. Uh, I see a pretty respectable career. <clears throat> yeah. So three times. Three times. Yeah. So um, I preface this entire podcast by saying this: okay, as with all controversial issues, it can get very heated and go out of control quite easily. Okay. So I'm gonna frame the entire discussion like this: Andrew Tate has takes on a lot of things. Okay. He talks about a lot of issues. And no one person is correct 100% of the time. Okay, do we agree on that? And no one person has a sizable following that is also completely wrong 100% of the time. Okay? So, I think the right way to go about talking about him is to analyze specific takes that he has and then see what value there is in that particular take. Okay? Just because he's wrong on one issue doesn't mean that he's wrong on all issues. Yeah. Okay? And it doesn't mean his other opinions are invalid either, and vice versa. I also want to add that you can agree with Andrew Tate's views on some things without agreeing to everything that he says. Okay? Okay. And then, uh, which is a common mistake like, that most people make. It's like, what, you support Andrew Tate? Ah, oh, shit, dude. It means you, you, think you agree with every single thing he said. Oh, that's, that's a terrible way of dealing with it. Yeah. And finally, for anyone watching, um, there's limited time on the podcast. Okay? And there's an infinite number of things that Andrew Tate has said that we could cover. So if we don't cover something that you wanted to see, then uh, yeah, too bad. You can just ask me in the comments or whatever. <laughs> Alright. The very fact that there's such a high incidence of rape in Arab countries and like India, for example, where women are specifically told to dress modestly or they're not allowed to go outside shows that what you're wearing doesn't really affect your in- the incidence mm-hmm. of rape. Because those countries have such a high population have such a dense population, population, and yet, and the women are the the women are like, are dressed like head to toe covered, and yet there's there's the incidence of rape is almost like, is much higher than in western westernized countries. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that because <clears throat> if you're talking about taking responsibility for yourself by wearing certain clothes, if I use another example, which I saw it somewhere, I don't know where, but if let's say you walk down the street at night with like a million dollars in your hand. Literally, I'm pretty sure that's Andrew Tate. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So then then you can't blame someone for robbing you because even though when they rob you, it's still their fault and they should still take the blame for robbing you because it's wrong, you still hold accountable for the fact that you made it more encouraging for them to you know, take this cause by action. So similarly, 
I mean, I think it's quite straightforward to say that in general, if you dress more promiscuously, then you will attract the wrong kind of attention. And if something does happen, you can't say, oh, the laws and education system haven't educated men well enough to teach them their rapes wrong. Because I think even if like, someone with a super low IQ would know that rape is wrong. So that's already been well you know, put out there. I think the, the problem is men know it's wrong, but they still do it. So on the women's part, they have to take responsibility for that. I have a response for you, but I want to ask something first. You raised the example of uh, the the countries who already have women dressed mostly but still have a high case of rape. Is that is that supposed to be a like a case against taking responsibility? I'd say that um, like how you dress how you dress isn't gonna isn't gonna affect whether you get raped or not. If if men want to rape, they will rape. So therefore, you would say that it's pointless to tell women to dress. Uh, Less with less revealing clothes. I'd say there are better precautionary measures you can take. I don't think I don't think how you dress is gonna is gonna drastically reduce the chances of getting raped. Okay. Going out with friends, yes, definitely. I would check, say there is checking out, checking out, checking up on your friends constantly, yes, definitely. Sending your friends at locations that that definitely works, right? Hmm. Oh, and uh, all those like um, <coughs> stuff that prevents you from getting dead, like date raped by, by getting drunk and stuff like that that helps mm. a lot. I mean, I agree that there's definitely yeah, better right. measures to prevent getting raped but I don't think that the way you dress doesn't like barely affects the, whether you get raped or not because if you fully cover yourself from head to toe I, I'm aware of what the statistic that you said just now but like still if you fully cover yourself out of 10 men that want to rape you maybe like half of them will say <laughs> Okay, I'm not gonna rape her because she doesn't look very appealing. Like, I, I can't see her, like parts of her that would appeal to me. And then the other half would simply say, "I'm still gonna rape her because, because I'm just sick in the head and I want, you know, I want this kind of validation." The thing is that, but that already reduces by half. The thing is that, sexual assault has been has has been proven to not be, has been proven to not be about sexual desire, like not actually about how hot the person is, but it's more about exerting power over someone else like I can do this and I will do it because I can so it's not about um, I think you're hot and I need to have you it's more about like um, showing it's like I like it's, it's, it's the same reason why so many um, celebrities get involved in sexual assault cases because they have a there's a, there's a power disparity between the two people like the like the Adam Levine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you take two people walking down like, like alley, and one person is dressed scantily, the other one is not. I mean, the one who's dressed promiscuously will have a higher chance of something mm-hmm. happening to them, right? I think the thing is that I mean I do agree. Just because with you can take pre- just because you can take precautionary measures doesn't mean that you are like doesn't mean that you sh- that the blame falls on you. Hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, you can you can take precautionary measures, but rage can still happen. Yeah. I mean, it's never your fault, like, like look, when, whenever we say that uh, the victim should take, like, should have like been more cautious, it's never saying that it's their fault that they got raped, right? It's 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 it's. it's yeah, always it shifts the atten- it shifts the focus of the discussion from the rape happened to what could the victim have done when it should be how do we stop rape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the thing I wanted to ask you because. 
whenever you you tell some somebody uh, that there are things that could have been done to reduce the chance of them getting raped, um, it's uh, I can understand why it's annoying because it's restricting what you do based on uh, other people's like fault. Like like if I if I told you for example that um, like. Getting wasted in the club is a high chance of you getting kidnapped, for example, right? And then I tell you because of that you should drink less. Like you'd be annoyed because then I'd be like, why do I have to drink less? Like, why do I have to like not have fun because these other people are, are, are going around kidnapping people? Same with the dressing. Why can't I wear what I want? You know. Same with the with the yeah. And like. I feel like wearing what you want is a, is also like a form of personal expression, which is which makes it a bigger discussion than just uh, what mm. you can do. You can think about it as like like the the unbuttoning one button thing. If people, if like, how would you feel if, if somebody told you that uh, you have to button up that one button so as to make sure? No, but like your fault. Yes, I agree that the victims should never be blamed. That it's their fault for them getting raped. But like, they have to be aware that these sick-headed people. All these, you know, bad people are already out there, and there's nothing anyone can do. You know, you can up the the awareness and education, and everything, but there will still be these people that exist in the world. So, in terms of buttoning up one button or drinking less, even though you want to do it and you say, "Why can't I do it?" To some extent, you can do it, but then it just increases your risk of something happening to you. So, it's ill-advised. So, there's it's still reasonable to advise you not to do that because not everyone in the world is perfect, and that will. Increase your chance of something happening to you. Mm. So, yeah, but I think yeah. the fact of the matter is that uh, changing how you dress to like seem less targetable is is a is a step that is has shown to be not, like mm. has to, little to no effect. So there's no point. There's telling someone to do that is actually just telling them um, you can't do this because like for just you, you just can't do this. It, there's no reason not to do it. There's no reason to do it. Okay, I think I think okay, I think we can establish that uh, there are less effective and more effective forms of prevention. But uh, I mean, the argument is is uh, well, should I even be telling you to to prevent? Yeah, like like like, I mean, I think uh, you know you know those like those like you know those like underwear that like you literally can't take off like. I know there's like there's undergarments that like prevent rape like they literally just can't like if somebody tries to they can't oh yeah there's, there's such a thing but let's say it's really uncomfortable and of course nobody wants, wants to wear this thing right? even though it, it would reduce your chance of getting raped by like 100% yeah I mean you can still you can still get sexually assaulted mm. <coughs> yeah so the I mean my question is is it okay to tell for example a girl that you yeah. should wear this yeah, like, like, is is it like, or should the focus be on trying to okay, I think reduce the, rape? The like thing is reduce that reduce the sexual predators. Yeah, reduce. You can rape. yeah, I, like these big like women already know that these options are out there. They, I, I feel like us telling them what to do is like hmm. is mis- mis- misogynistic in itself because it assumes that they don't understand that they don't understand. Um, they don't like they haven't considered these options for themselves when it's the most like think about it the fact that we thought about it means that they have must have thought about it already right it's the most obvious thing that they could have thought about hmm. 
but that's like saying if you tell your your friend, okay, uh, don't cheat in a test or don't steal, that's insulting to them because they should already know not to cheat or steal. But it's still okay to tell them that because maybe you're giving them a reminder, or you're giving yeah, or, yeah, you're just fair point. Yes. Yeah. So like, for like know, in like, terms of what you said, like, should we try to decrease the number of sexual predators or just encourage women to take more precaution? I think the second option is a much more feasible one because, yeah, the sexual predators are already out there and they're not going to get less unless you find every single one of them and reform them. It's, it's very unfeasible. But if you simply tell a woman that, or a girl, that you should take these certain measures, you don't have to. I'm not forcing you because, as I said, I have no authority over you. But it is advisable if you want to decrease the chance of you getting raped, whether it's how you dress or wearing the underwear, whatever, blah, blah, blah. In in support of your point, right? I I although I disagree that we should be so, uh, uh, like we should say that it's inevitable that uh, you can't reduce the number of like rapists, for example. People that rape know that it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's it's not like they're like they think oh you know rape is like okay I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it because like society thinks it's okay. And therefore, educating people is uh, about rape is going to reduce the number of these rapists. Yeah, so in support of your point, I, I think that people that rape already know it's wrong. So it's it's difficult to... I think the, the main yeah. contention that comes with this is that is the fact that us men are the ones telling them to... Are the ones... Mm. Men who are the perpetrators who are the, the perpetrators of the sexual assault in the first place are the ones telling women how to prevent sexual assault. Well, not all men. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think yeah, it's but like, fair, as in like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, to, to, to them. To, to them. women, it feels very patronizing. Yeah. Okay? We're not like forcing them. That's not misogynistic. We're not forcing them. I mean, but you're like, like, uh, I mean, you know you know how it feels sometimes when like, something bad happens to you and literally, uh, the only response you get is, oh, why didn't you do something better? It's just, yeah, I mean, I, I can understand how it feels. I mean, if they if they took it's like if someone tells you it's like, it's like if you if you get like if you, you fail a test and someone tells you oh skill issue. <laughs> no, if you fail a test and someone tells you why do you why do you study harder? harder? That's facing the harsh reality of what happened. But if you did study hard, and or you did study fairly hard, and if you converted to the rape example, if the woman did take a fair amount of precautions and she still got raped, then it's unreasonable to say it's still your fault. But if she went into a dark alley wearing almost I think it's a new no clothes, then like... I think it's I mean, within the hypothetical here. Though. And we're assuming that a woman would do that. But I think we should I think we should assume that women are ready to take precautions. And it's, that's, that, that is why... No, but women no, get but wasted I, I, I think you by can, themselves. I think there are still irresponsible women yeah. out there. I wouldn't go so far as to say that all women take all the possible precautions. Like, it's supposed to take every possible precaution. But I think women understand... That, they, that precautions should be taken. And some still do not. Don't lie. They make bad decisions. Yeah, but we're assuming that they don't understand what precautions can be... That we're assuming that we don't, they don't understand what precautions... That precautions should be taken and what precautions can be taken. But I think the thing is that they really do. And the, the reason why they are angry is because even when they do take precautions, shit still, still happens. Still happens. No, but I don't, I don't deny that 99% of women probably know that they should take precautions. But that doesn't mean there is no value added by telling them again. Okay, but, okay, but I, I think there's something I'm saying. It's just ignorance exists. Like, people can be ignorant. And, which is why reminders won't help. But 
for people that are uh, who have maybe stronger sentiments about it, they will be more annoyed that that your first response was to uh, tell them it's it's they could have done something more. I mean, I, I think I think I think we can say it's understandable to have strong feelings towards such advice, but that this advice is still like necessary. Yeah. Thank you everybody so much for watching. I am uh, satisfied with this with this discussion about Andrew Tate. Uh, thank you to both of you for being here as well. And I'll uh, see you in the next episode of the Extreme Exchange. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> thank you for having us, Ben. <laughs> <laughs>